So you were like onto it before before dating apps and and websites even existed. You were you were yeah. taking advantage. You were figuring just it out. Just chatting, just making friends. Yeah. And obviously the yeah. friends I wanted to make were guys, but it really I didn't think I wanted to <laughs> Same. I didn't think I was going to meet them. been surviving for this past week without me (laughs) well it's been tough um i tell you the day you leave it's just so gut-wrenching for me it really is and so all i can think about the entire day that you're leaving is the fact that you're leaving and so it was it was funny because about a week before you left um uh, so you left on a sunday um on the monday night you said hey do you want to watch the bachelorette with me and uh the bachelor i think it's just the bachelor right because he's the bachelor and he has yes the bachelor yeah and so i said yeah okay i normally don't watch it but you know what i sat i watched it with you and it was i suckered her into it (laughs) It that's all it is if you take the bachelor seriously i can't be friends with you (laughs) it's like it's like watching a comedy and it really is i was so i so enjoyed watching it with you the very last thing i said as the show was finishing oh my gosh we've got to do this again next week and you said, um, Mom, you know I'm going to be home next Monday. And that was the first time. It was like my stomach sank. I'm like, oh, you're leaving yeah. me. <laughs> I know. And that's what sucks about us being so far away. I wish I was closer to you because, honestly, like, we would just, like, even when I was living in Toronto, we would go out for lunches. We would hang out. Like, it was just so easy. Um, and I feel like now we really just don't have that kind of easy getaway of like exactly. seeing each other whenever we feel like it so uh, it is hard definitely it's but, hard, uh, but oh well oh. um so yeah so the sunday that i drove you to the train station i was feeling sad but it's funny i just have to tell our good omen story because you know when good when good things happen it makes you feel like life is going to treat you well right so yeah. we go to the train station and we got there an hour early so i mean we didn't need to be there that early <laughs> we're usually late so usually you know late. we really had to over prepare <laughs> but it was funny because i'm thinking oh we'll get a coffee on the way and because cassandra has all her bags and her cat and everything else to load i thought i better make sure i get her there early so we did we got there like in fact it might have been an hour and a half early and then we yeah we were the- there pretty early <laughs> We get to the train station, and anybody who's ever been to Union Station knows there is no parking. There is never. There's you, never. You or there's stop. underground parking, and you can't park with your truck because your truck is too big. So we can never find parking anywhere in Toronto. So usually, I just pull up to the side of the road. Cassandra grabs her bags, and we do like a quick "Yeah, see ya" before I get a ticket. It is. It is quite comical usually because it's like I'm trying to grab everything and like haul ass out of the car while like mom's <laughs> awkwardly sitting there not making eye contact with anyone because like we're not supposed to be in that area. It's like some sort of like taxi only special. I was like gonna say area. I think the last time we went in the taxi parking and I got honked at and we we're just like pretending we don't see them <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so, you know what it's fine <laughs> so this time we pull up and in front of Union but just a little bit further along Young Street or Front Street there was three parking spots so we pull forward into that spot and I'm like wow there we go there's our New Year's omen that good things are our gonna good start karma to us our good karma yeah so I got yeah. out, we walked in slowly, we enjoyed re- talking on the way to the train, I got her all settled, so yeah, it was perfect. And then after <laughs> you left, 
I got in the truck and I start driving home and the Gardner Expressway, which is um, the way I got there in the first place, was jammed solid. And I'm looking and there was like a four car pileup and there was no cars getting through. If we had come just like a half an hour later, we would have been stuck behind this huge, huge traffic jam. We would have been sweating yeah. in the in the truck going, oh my Which God. Which is usually miss. how it is. We're usually like an <laughs> hour late for everything, sitting there panicking because we're like, holy shit, we're not going to make it. Like trying to like rush, get there on time, like running through the doors. Yeah. And it's usually like some sort of sweaty mess where I show up and I'm just like, I'm out. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> disgusting as I sit down on the train like panting so Pray you know it God was a, you it don't was a... the man of your dreams at that moment <laughs> I know right as they put some super attractive man right beside me as I'm like bucketing sweat yeah that would be attractive anyway so um, that was our second omen so all in all yeah. I'm just saying we're gonna it's have gonna a be good a good year. year for us mom it's, it's gonna, gonna be a, be good, a year. good year so far so good but yeah and it's actually it's been an okay week I, I've gone into work a couple times and it wasn't too bad. I mean, there's no one in my office, but I have to admit, Montreal being on lockdown right now, we have a freaking curfew. Like, we are not allowed out after 8 o'clock, which may, might not seem that bad, but honestly, when it's combined with, like, nothing being open, you can't see anyone, you can't talk to anyone, being, like, that feeling of being trapped and contained in your house, especially when you live in an apartment, is absolutely awful. And I saw this article the other day, and it freaking went viral. It was so funny because there was a couple and the woman had actually put a dog collar on her boyfriend and was walking him <laughs> around the streets in order to get past the fine because you're allowed to walk your pets to like get exercise as long as you stay close to your home so this woman was trying to oh do it to God. her husband well it you was know, so funny it could have been where she could have put like like some sort of sadistic chains and and oh i'm sure it was no it was definitely some sort of dominatrix thing i guarantee like there's no way that was just a casual (laughs) vanilla relationship and the wife was like oh honey would you like to go for a walk on a dog leash (laughs) i'm sorry but that is like there's no way that was the the sweet innocent couple next door like that is funny but you know i heard heard that story too and they did get fined they got fined like i know they did they they both got fined I think they should have gotten off just just because of the creativity, but of course, then the next. Person Honestly, would do though, it too. can you imagine if they allowed it? Though, oh no. my god, the chaos of downtown Montreal! Everyone would be walking each other, walking your kids, walking your. Spouses. Oh no! Wait, does it count? You know those little like the backpacks you can put on your kids when you're in crowds, and they oh have like gosh. that like scrunchy thing. Would that count? Of course, I think it should. You should be like my child your- needed exercise. Yes. It should count. Well, it's funny yeah. because I haven't gone out after eight o'clock at night all week and, and I, I've been allowed to, but where am I going to go? What am I going to do? So even though I we're know. allowed at, out after eight, I've got nowhere to go anyways, but I mean, I guess and going I, for a walk, I would, I, I have been for a couple of walks. So I guess, um, yeah, I can't imagine not being able to do that. Do you know in Italy, um, uh, my, my brother, he was telling me that in Italy, people were sharing their dogs. So that people oh could God. go out walking dogs and uh, give them an excuse to go out for a walk. I thought that's pretty Aww. creative. And how would you catch them? How would you stop them? Why would you want to? I mean, people yeah. are out walking. This poor but dog. you would have to get you would have to get the dog and you have to return the dog. And we're not allowed to go to other people's houses. So like, oh, I would have to go point. somewhere without a dog. I would have to get from my house. So it would have to be someone like in your building that you would be able to like quickly scoot up or yeah. down a floor and get get them. <laughs> and meanwhile, dogs but, love going for walks. But by walk number four hundred 
23 they're going for the love of god i don't want to get exhausted as they're dragging out but as they're dragging him along on the leash (laughs) poor thing i mean honestly though i think 2020 and 2021 has been the year for dogs that's that's for sure Oh, and my between, goodness, yeah. like, their owners being home all the time, getting, like, tons of walks, tons of exercise, always having someone to play with. Oh, I mean, that's not what I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say all the um, dogs and cats and the kennels and everything are all getting adopted. They all, they're all getting Oh, homes. well, that, too. Yeah, that, too. I mean, they're loving but, this uh, because uh, nobody wanted to adopt them before. And now they're like, uh-huh. Yeah. So now how the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I went for a walk today, and it was, like, pretty nice out for being, like, the middle of winter. Um, it was actually really beautiful out. And we were walking around, me and my one friend, and the amount of dogs out. Oh, my gosh. It was so cute. There was, like, dogs wearing snow boots, dogs wearing coats, like, skinny little <laughs> tiny dogs, big, fat, fluffy dogs, like, everything. And I was just uh, – I get so excited. I love it. I love walking around and seeing all the dogs. I just need a cute man with a dog so that I can, like, strike up conversation. But uh, none of that happened, so. <laughs> uh, okay, so so what are, we, what are we talking about today? I mean, I actually am so excited about today's topic. <laughs> I know, me too, because this is one that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time. I want to talk yeah. about dating sites. And, yeah, and online dating in general. And, yeah, People on, don't call online. it dating sites anymore. There's like apps as well, all that, all the online dating. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. So online <laughs> Sorry, apps. not all of us have been dating since uh what was what was the first dating app you ever used you used like a chat room oh my god you didn't even so there <laughs> so there used to be one called icu and oh I'm that's talking, creepy <laughs> i'm back in 2000 the year 2000 and it's the letters Ooh. icu but it means obviously you know a play on words i and cu and uh and you couldn't um you could pick in what region you wanted to talk to somebody, but you didn't hear their voice. You just chatted with them, but you had no idea what they looked like. There was and no you picture. picked someone from Montreal, just like, because that was my mom's first boyfriend out of like her her marriage. She dated this guy from Montreal. So I could have been here my whole life. Who knows? Yeah, that's um, crazy, eh? But why would you pick someone from Montreal? Well, I think he picked me, to be honest. And it was oh. innocent chatting. I guess back then, I didn't think I wanted to date yet because I was only like maybe a four or five months out of my out so of this my wasn't a dating app this wasn't a dating app it was, it was, just, was just a chat it was just a chat site. okay you're right it wasn't a, okay. it wasn't a dating app although obviously that's you know what it quickly turned into so but you it, were like onto it before before dating apps and and websites even existed you were you were yeah. taking advantage you were figuring just it out just chatting just making friends yeah and obviously yeah. the friends i wanted to make were guys but it really i didn't <laughs> think i wanted to Same. i didn't think i was going to meet them and yeah uh, yeah so I'd start talking to this guy and uh and then one day he said um well you know we could always meet and go out and you know I don't know but at this point you had never even seen his picture you didn't even know what he looked like and he didn't know what I he could be some crazy old disgusting like oh my god mom (laughs) you know it it seems that way now that I've been dating on online sites I would never do it but back then there was no other option and yeah, I don't know. And I've seen pictures of him. He actually turned out to be pretty cute. So I mean, yeah, and good the, job. And the funny, <laughs> and he says, "Well, let's meet halfway." And he said, um, "We'll each get our own hotel rooms, but we'll just go and hang out in the Thousand Islands for the day." 
And I said, okay. Oh I thought, how could it hurt? That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Mom, you would kill me if I ever did anything like that. Well, I also <laughs> did tell my friend where I was going and the hotel I was staying in. And I called her when I got there. So I wasn't being stupid. But yeah, I mean, okay. it, it is it, like when I look back on it now, it's crazy. I've You'd never, never seen going, a I would never go on a date with somebody I'd never seen before. <laughs> like you had email. You could have said, hey, can you just email me a picture of yourself so I know yeah, but we didn't what have, you kind of look like. We didn't have, well... I don't know. We didn't have you cameras have, like, on our cell phone. It wasn't the same. It wasn't as uh, easy. We could have. We could have gone through the effort, and we just didn't. I don't know. He just said, come on, last minute, let's go. Oh, my God. But how terrifying was that the first time you showed up, having never seen, having no idea what this band looks like, and you basically walk into a room, and you're like, shit, what if he's hideous? No, I, what I, if checked I, don't? In. I checked oh. into my hotel room, and he came and knocked on my door. And I'm like, oh my God. hey. <laughs> so it turned oh. out he was really nice. I ended up dating him for, my gosh, I dated him for, for a year. And um, yeah. in fact, it was a little more than a year. And by the end of the year, because we'd been going back and forth, he said, um, would you think about moving to Montreal? So I thought about it. And you said, no, hell no. <laughs> I thought about it because I love Montreal. But then went, nah, I didn't want to be that far from my friends and family and everything else. And of course, when I said that, that sort of ended our relationship. So anyways, it was, yeah. uh, it helped me get over my, my, my divorce and helped me kind of move forward and everything. So he was a good rebound. He was a good rebound. <laughs> he was. He had lots of money. Yeah. <laughs> he took yeah, because at one point he started paying for us to like fly out to Montreal, didn't he? And he, he was paid, uh, yes, taking care and he of paid, us. He paid for all four of us to go to a Calouette. We all oh went my to God, don't remind me I about wish, that. I wish you could remember. <laughs> Why? No, I, I I vaguely remember. I just remember being very, very, very cold for like it was, but oh, it, long periods of time. I love being able to say yeah. I went to a Kilowit. But anyways, yeah, so that was ICU. Um, the next one after that was Lava Life. Now, I oh think God. Lava Life still exists, but I don't hear many of my friends talking about it. So it's maybe not as popular as it used to be. Um, Mm -hmm. and Lava Life was, you know, sort of like all of them. I mean, you do your profile and everything else. And then, um, I don't know, I guess, I guess after that it was Plenty of Fish. Yeah, you've been on Plenty of Fish for a while now. I, I've remembered that one for a little while, but I know you've tried the ones where you pay as well versus the ones that are free. And have you ever noticed a difference between it? Like, do you find it's worth it for you to pay for, like, well, the, the sites or the apps or it's, it's any of that. Tough, it's a tough call. Um, first off, just a little fun little bit of information. Both your, my brother and sister, your aunt and uncle, both met their husband slash wife um, on Lava Life. Funny. And I did not. Well, I mean, I guess it's just you who has <laughs> bad luck. Meanwhile, you've been trying for so much longer. Both of them get divorced. And they're like, eh, maybe I'll check it out and find the freaking loves of their lives. Yeah. yeah oh, my exactly. gosh. Um, but yeah, so I, I did try one, um, that was a paid site and, um, how can I explain Wasn't it? Wasn't it eHarmony? Uh, no, it was Match. Oh, okay. I didn't know. No, you don't have to pay for Match, do you? Well, yeah, you do if you actually want to participate. Like you can see pictures of people, <laughs> but you can't like actually okay. uh, contact each other, right? Okay. So, I mean, I, I guess, I guess you could say that the people on there are a little more serious because they've paid. Mm-hmm. But- they're also, I'm, they're yeah. also not, um, 
maybe there are people like me, I'm not judging, that have been trying for a lot longer and haven't found the love of their life. So They're a little more desperate. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate saying that because I'm that I'm in the same category. I mean, yeah, I've been there, done that, been I get there, it. Like, that. I, I, under, but I yeah. would definitely say the people are a bit more desperate and they have a lot less to offer. So you'll yeah. meet these people and, you know, for instance, I, I do know that guys have a bit more trouble dating if they're five 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 six. Um, a lot of the a lot of the gentlemen on there are a lot shorter than me. Um, and yeah, though- see, I never I never thought about it like that because I've always looked at it as it's something where if they're investing money, they're more serious. So I always thought it would be a good thing because yeah, these people are looking for more of a committed relationship and not just like the hookup culture but now that you're saying that I I totally get that because you'd almost be a little more willing to put the money into it if you have troubles dating in the past and I don't know if that's the kind of person I would want like I want someone a little more confident and like I don't know and obviously this isn't the case with every single person but yeah of course I found that that was my personal experience um but uh I do know how so in conclusion we're back to the free apps we don't um, want to pay for it. We don't want to pay for it, yeah. Um, and, and I did plenty of fish for a while because it was um, a lot more information. They give you their height, uh, how many kids they have, their locations, all that stuff. So I figured, oh, that was the best way to go. But the problem is, and I know this is going to come as a shock to you, that guys lie. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually, I haven't noticed that on the apps, for my generation anyways, that guys lie a whole lot about, unless they're completely catfishing, unless they're like a completely different person and they've made a fully fake profile. Um, I've actually noticed that everyone I've been out with has been fairly true to their profiles. Yeah, although I did, I did go out with this one guy and it was so funny because as we were going out, we were kind of talking about like, oh, like, um, like why are you still single sort of thing like the usual like it always kind of comes up as a joking like oh uh, so you're still on the on the dating sites whatever and he's like well actually he's like I accidentally put my height as like five foot like two or something he's like I typed in the wrong numbers when I first downloaded the app and he's like I never noticed because I never went back to check my profile until some girl made some comment about oh my gosh I love like being taller than a guy or something or I love and she was like not that tall so he like went to go check his profile and he's like oh my god imagine all the girls that have swiped like left on me or whatever yeah, because, because he's too they- short yeah, because they think he's, like, five foot two. And I'm like, honestly, that is funny because it really goes to show you, like, that girls just aren't interested. And I feel bad because, you know what, I met a lot of guys, and actually my brother, while we were we were talking on the phone the other day, he was pretty much calling me shallow because I wouldn't date someone who is shorter than me. And I'm like, honestly, though, like, it does make me uncomfortable. And I don't know, I'm not trying to judge people and I'm not I I don't think that they're bad people obviously like I do not care I have met many attractive men who are shorter than me I just personally am very uncomfortable and it is my own problem I know that that I am insecure being with someone who is smaller than me I like to feel like the dainty cute like innocent one in a relationship as if like the person I'm with will be like the strong like male protector and I know those are very stereotypical gender roles but I do prefer that in a relationship and it's just that prerogative you're allowed to be attracted to what you're attracted to you can't you can't learn to be attracted to something that you're not yeah I mean quite frankly if I'm with somebody and they're shorter than me and I see a picture of the two of us and I look massive and he looks petite and tiny beside me it turns me off I can't help it it's just how I am 
Well, and that's just, I dated my ex for two years, and he was smaller than me, and, like, he was a very petite guy. He was, I think he was a little bit taller than me, but, like, frame-wise, he was much skinnier than me, which, looking back, I'm like, okay, well, anyways, I don't find that attractive. I mean, I thought he was attractive, but he definitely, like, got skinnier as we were dating, and by the end of it, I was like, this is just too much for me. I felt like a giant beside him, and I'm like, that is just not the way that I want to feel I'm like I don't want to look at pictures of us and have it look like I'm this like huge massive dominating creature and he's like a little dainty stick beside me I'm like that is not we like, like what we that like. is just not a good feeling yeah yeah and and, and I, I and I always say to people it just have they, they just have to be attractive to you I'm not saying I'm yeah. looking for that GQ guy. In fact, I don't like that GQ look. I don't like the, yeah. the rip. Because that also makes me and... self-conscious. If you are, like, absolutely drop-dead gorgeous, like, you belong on, like, a freaking front page of a, of a magazine, then it's going to make me self-conscious being with you. I want someone attractive, but, like, kind of objectively attractive. Like, I find them attractive, but I don't yeah. want every girl in the world to want to, like, sleep with you when they see you. That also makes me really uncomfortable. I agree. I agree. Just somebody who's good looking to me. That's all I ask. But I, and you know what? That's not that hard because I've actually met a lot of people where I personally will say, "Oh my gosh, they're so attractive," and my friends will be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, no, they're yeah, not. Absolutely. And it's like, and vice versa. I, I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, like I, I just like I have my own taste. I know everyone else does, and I know there's a perfect person out there for everyone. I'm just saying, my perfect person is not going to be five foot two. <laughs> Exactly. There we go. I think we've established that. So yeah, so back to the dating site thing. When you're on POF, it tells you their height. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really lie about your height. Do not, but... they, and they don't all do that? They don't all have that? No, no. Because ours, maybe, because some of the, I guess some of the apps don't for me either, but most of them now will say, like, you have to put your uh, height and... Tinder, Bumble, they give you the option of telling Bum- your height, but they don't always... Well, I guess you don't have to. And if they Everyone don't, just does. But if they don't, I always think in the back of my mind, you know girls find it attractive when you're tall. So if you've mm-hmm. purposely avoided putting your height, chances are you're not tall. Well, I think it's hilarious because you get on something like Tinder and that used to be like that was the dominating dating app like a couple of years ago. It was the only one really out there that was really doing what it need to, needed to do and uh, everyone was on it. Every single person I knew was on it. If you were single, you were on Tinder. And um, and I remember the funniest thing was that guys would always say in their bio, they would say like 6'3", because apparently it matters. And it's like, okay, like, yes, I do. Like, I want someone tall, but I think it just turned into one of those things where if you're over six foot, they would put it in their bio as, like, a selling feature. Like, as if, oh, I'm I'm this tall, you're going to want to date me. And some of them, that's the only thing they put in their bio. Like, 6'6", six, six, yeah. and then nothing. And I'm like, so that's your only quality trait? Like, your only personality trait is that you're tall. Like, <laughs> I also don't want that. Like, I want you to have a little bit of something else to go off of. But uh, as much as I care about you being taller than me, I don't care how much taller than me you are. And, like, I will always pick personality over, like, an extra inch. But that I mean... <laughs> goes for a lot of different qualities that are listed on a profile. I mean, what's the point in listing all your qualities or your characteristics or your status in life? You're doing it because you're trying to find somebody compatible with you. And when I look on um, Tinder or Bumble, although I do like going on those sites and I'll look at the pictures of the guys and hopefully they put a little synopsis about themselves, but often they won't comment if they 
have a house or an apartment or they're living with their parents or they're living with their six kids or whatever. And so fairly early in the conversation, without being rude, I like to establish those things because they're deal breakers for me, quite frankly. Yeah. And if I say to them, do your kids still live at home? And they get offended or do you own your home or are you renting a basement apartment off your parents? If that offends you, then chances are you don't own your own home because I wouldn't be offended if somebody asked me because I do own my own home and I'm proud of it. So why am I not allowed to ask if you own your own home when that's the status I'm at in my, my life and and expect to want somebody that, that is an equal ground with me. I don't want to date you if you're renting a basement apartment and you're driving an old car and you don't. Well, because you're also, you're at a point in your life where like whatever you bring to the table, you're looking for someone else to kind of match that. I I don't experience that quite as much because for me personally, I'm still at such an early stage in my life and anyone I'm dating still is too, that it's so difficult to judge who they're going to be in 10 years based on like their material Mm, possessions or what they have now. So like I obviously, I, I prefer to not date people who still live at home, but you know what? You could have three times as much money as me because you live at home and you're planning on moving out into a house next year. Like I don't know the situation. Obviously dating someone who lives with their parents is God awful and I prefer not to do it. But, I mean, you can come to my house or whatever. We can make it work. I don't care as much. I'm not going to ask people, like, oh, do you own a house or do you have property or, but like, But don't you have you, questions like- that you would like answered so that you don't waste time with them? Like, wouldn't there, wouldn't it be nice um, if you go on, say, the POF site and you saw that he said he, he's got his... Um, He's graduated from university. I prefer people who are, yeah, I prefer people who are educated, but it says all that on the apps now. I don't know what you use. My favorite app right now is probably Hinge. Um, and it really does give you a lot of information and it kind of makes it mandatory. Like it really requires that you fill out a certain amount of information and it gives you like what schools they went to, if they like graduated, it tells you what they do, what their job is, if they want kids, if they smoke. That's a big one for me. I've actually restricted it so I can't see anyone who smokes because I don't want to be with a smoker. I I don't want that around. I don't want my house to smell that way. So like I personally have set my, and my friends have even sent me people because you can send other people, like someone you think they would match with. And my friends will send me someone and it literally tells me you can't match with this person because they smoke. And I'm like, oh, and the next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, the and one, it's like, I appreciate that. The one that gets me about Tinder is it'll say um, that they're uh, 33 kilometers away. Well, it doesn't say where they actually live. It just says they're 33 kilometers away. So what happens if somebody looks up my profile on a weekend that I'm camping and I'm way up north? I'm not in their neighborhood. Oh, that so happens actually, all the time. I actually yeah. just put in my little profile that I live in Burlington, Ontario, so that they know, even if it shows that I'm miles away, I might be in Italy. I might be, well, not right now, but um, I could be anywhere in the world. I travel so much. So I put in there well, that I'm and- from, Buff- uh, from, from Burlington. That's a problem all in itself, and I understand that there's a passport feature on Tinder. I don't know if the other apps do this, but you can basically, like, change your location. So you can pretend, or not pretend, but, like, match with people who are in all different places of the world, but you do have to pay for it. So um, they have this feature, and a few of my friends have been scammed by it. My one friend was actually just telling me that she had an issue with this guy. He wasn't anywhere remotely close. And it's like, no, he was just, like, I'm just messing around. I just wanted to, like, get to know you. I was thinking maybe I'd move to the area at some point she said once 
the guy asked me to send pictures and a voice recording to make sure I wasn't catfishing. And then he was like, yeah, damn, you're cute. And I'm into it. But I actually live in Australia. And I just set my location to Montreal because I like the city. I want to move there soon. Um, which I mean is bullshit because we're literally in the middle of winter during a pandemic. So, I mean, and you can't tell necessarily like where they live because if they change their password, like it might not say like where they're from. Um, and it really is frustrating because it's like, don't do that unless you're actually from that area and like you're just away traveling and you wanted to keep your location at your home. So like while you were away, you could come back to someone. Um, but I have met people who do that and they're looking for someone there. Like, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, and I've actually had people before match with me from, like, England, and when I say, oh, like, wait, it says you're from England, why'd you match with me? And they'll be like, oh, I'm actually coming to spend a week in uh, in oh, Montreal great. or Toronto or whatever in, like, a month, and I wanted to, like, match with a few people so that I could contact them once I arrive. I'm like, you're literally looking for someone to hook up with the exactly. second you land in a plane. It's like, you don't even want to put effort into going to a bar or doing anything. You want to land in this country and have someone's house to go to that night like I just honestly it blows my mind I know and I have heard of that before but I didn't realize how Mm -hmm. they were doing it oh yeah it's brutal so that's a big pet peeve I have about the dating sites but for the most part yeah I mean do you have a favorite dating site I know you've tried out some of the apps um Um, well tinder and bumble I find so much work because there's not enough information on it but it's also a lot faster to search it's just nope, nope, yeah. nope, nope, yes, nope, yes, nope. <laughs> so, but it's also all based on pictures, which is a little frustrating because I know your first successful dating, like, online experience, you didn't even know what he looked like. You got I to know. know him in person. Like, you got to, like, get to know his personality before you saw him. And which, I've actually... there is a kind of, like, a romance to that, I have to say. It was. And I've also gone out with a couple of guys, not on dating sites, that I've met in real life, that... If I literally just saw a picture of them on a dating site with their height, I don't know if I would have dated them. So, you know, I I don't get to see those fun little cute things that they do because it's just a picture. So it is hard. So we do the best we can. But the other thing I I discovered recently was that Facebook has a dating site. Oh, God. Have you done that? I only (sighs) briefly went on it because I thought, oh, great. If it's Facebook, then they don't lie because every once in a while, in fact, often it pops up, this is a friend of yours. And I thought if ever I did want to date them, I could always ask my friend. And it's kind of like a... I don't know, You, if you have a mutual friend, they're a bit more accountable, right? But yeah. I haven't found anybody I'm interested in. And I don't know <laughs> if maybe it's just not as popular of a site, so there's not as many people on there. I don't know. So I, I think so. And, and that is a problem. Any new dating site, I find, never like gets a lot of success because it is hard to gain that traction and I feel like tinder used to be for everyone everyone would use it everyone was on it it was kind of good because as much as there were people looking for just very casual relationships there was also a lot of the people who were looking for something more serious and then the new apps came out like bumble and that's when I found that people started switching so the people that were more serious started switching off of tinder and tinder really and truly became a hookup site and I don't know if everyone feels that way but I personally like I won't even go on tinder anymore I find that it is literally just for people who are looking for very 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 casual things and 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 there are people out there I don't I don't want to judge if 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 that's what you're looking for go for it oh 100 percent yeah but I don't feel that's what I'm looking for and I wouldn't enjoy it so honestly I find 
find it a little frustrating, but I think a lot of people, that obviously works for a lot of people because they're doing really well, right? And I have met people who have had successful relationships off of Tinder, but I also think that was a little earlier on when uh, everyone was on Tinder. But yeah, I, I personally, I won't use it anymore. I find it's um, a little, I don't know, too casual for me. And then uh, Bumble is nice, but Bumble I find... Because I have to message the, oh my gosh, message them first. I don't like that either. I'm not a fan of being the one to make the first move. And I know that's such like ugh, bullshit because I know like in today's day and age, like just rip the bandaid and like talk to them, say whatever you want, like make the first move. But personally, I just like, I don't know. I just, I don't have the energy for I it. I don't want to like. I get it. And, yeah. and, and again, it's all personal preference. There's no judgment. It's all personal preference. And there's no point yeah. in telling somebody that this thing or that thing is better or worse. Cause it's all about what you, what you're looking for. We're all, yeah. we're all different and unique. I would say my favorite is probably still plenty of fish because it has the most information, even though I've had some bad experiences on there. Like I say, sometimes guys lie. Um, but in general, it gives me the most information. So it gives me an opportunity. What do you think is the most useful information to you on the apps? Like what, what's the one thing that either you wish they had, or you're like really thankful they have as like just the main description thing. Hmm. Um, I guess, I, I guess I wish they would say, do you own your home? <laughs> because it's I guess so for like an older answering yeah. that. It's so, so, yeah. so awkward answering. I hate it. I wish they would just say, um, uh, do, you, do you own your own home? And if people choose not to answer, then fine. But it, make it something that they can, it, it just sort of helps me to establish where they're at in life. If they own their own yeah. home, they've been there a while, they're stable, they have a, a, a good job. It just says, it speaks volumes to me. Um, but um, other than that, I don't know, Plenty of Fish covers an awful lot, as much as as you could possibly want to know about a person before dating them for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I found that like, I haven't really had a need for much more than what they do cover. Cause like most of the dating sites now, it's like your height, like where you went to school, what you're doing for your career. Do you want kids is one that they have on a lot of them, especially like these younger sites because yeah. Do you want to kids figure out like a big if, one for you? I bet. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, and then drugs and alcohol. I mean, I'm not a heavy drinker. I don't smoke. I like occasionally would smoke like weed or something, but I'm not gonna like, I don't want someone who's a complete stoner. So that is a big deal for me. I really love that they put all that. Um, the only thing that I would do, I almost wish they put is like, have you been married before? <laughs> oh, wow. Because yeah. I've never experienced that before because growing up, like, being on Tinder, I was, like, with, like, 15-year-olds and, like, 16-year-olds. And, yeah, then I got into university. And, of course, like, I still wasn't encountering. And, like, I've never really dated older guys. But now I'm getting to the point where I'm, like, do you have children that I should know about? Do you and have an ex-wife I should know about? At my age, I'm asking them how many times they've been married. <laughs> oh, my God. But, no, I mean, yeah. And I'm just getting to that point where now it's kind of, like, oh, shit, like, wait, this is a point in your life, like, my brother is married, and he was married at the age that I am now, and, like, I have friends that are getting married, I have friends that are having kids, and it's, like, I'm getting to the age where the eligible bachelors are quite possibly divorced eligible bachelors, and, like, nothing wrong with that, but I just want, like, I want a kind of a clue as to, like, well, they what do your past is like. They do say, yeah. um, you know, it'll say divorced, looking for a Oh, yeah, they don't say that on my apps. <laughs> on Plenty of Fish? 
No, on the ones I use, like on uh, on Hinge and Bumble and stuff. I don't think they have oh, a section oh, on where those it says ones. Okay. if you've been so do you married. Look- it says if you have kids, but I don't know. Oh, okay. Because uh, it'll say your status. Are you divorced? Are you single? Are you widowed? Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't realize it didn't say that on there. So, yeah. Yeah. That would be ha- handy for you for sure. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I don't usually go on Tinder, but every once in a while I do go on and, and have a quick look and just make sure there's no good looking faces. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and a perfect example of not having enough information. Um, I saw a picture of this guy this week and he looked really familiar. It was a guy that had grown, like I've seen many times in Burlington, really tall, good looking guy. But he was mm-hmm. always with his wife and kids. And so I Oh always... my gosh. This is a story I really wanted to hear and you said I couldn't hear it till the podcast. Okay, yeah. okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so I thought, you know, uh, so he contacted me, you know, the usual, just a like. And uh, so I'm like, Oh, wow, I recognize this guy. I'm not gonna make an ass out of myself. Like this is the hot man that I've been but seeing this all is a around. Really tall, town. Hot, good looking guy. And I'm like, Wow, he must be divorced because he's on a dating site. Um, and Tinder doesn't show where they live. Um, it really, he didn't answer anything actually. It was just his picture, which normally I wouldn't respond to except that I've seen him around town. Right. So Mm -hmm. we start chatting a little bit and, uh, and he says, Oh, we should get together. And I said, well, do you, I said, I I, I admitted that his face looked familiar. And I said, uh, I think he used to live in Burlington. I said, do you still? And he just kind of avoided answering it. And as guys do, and went on to saying, uh, what are you doing tonight? And I'm what like, the heck? yeah. And I said, are you well, not going to answer the question? And I said, I said, oh, I said, I don't know what I'm doing tonight. I kind of brushed it off. I said, uh, but with lockdown and everything, it's kind of hard to get together. But I said, you know, if you want to go for a walk. And I said, so again, do you live in Burlington? Thinking if you live in Burlington, we can go down to the water and social distance, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he says, well, no, actually right now I'm in I don't know, wherever he said, Perry Sound or something. I'm working. Okay. And I said, well, how would I see you if you're in Perry Sound? He goes, well, I've got a hotel room here. He has a hotel room. So he and wants he you were... to drive out to Perry Sound yeah. and hang out with him in his hotel room. And I'm room. like, so That's where do you sketchy. even... I said, where do you even live? And he's still not really answering me. I'm like, oh my God, this is feeling really creepy. He's now said, he, he won't tell me where he lives now. He wants me to come and drive for two and a half hours to come and see him in a hotel room. And he wants to do it like immediately. And I just, oh the whole God. thing just got really icky. And I thought, I don't know where you live. He wouldn't tell me. I'm guessing he doesn't live in Burlington anymore. What I think must have happened is he got a divorce and he moved up north. And he's just sitting there fishing in any continent, any but part what of Ontario. But what if he's not divorced? I'm, that's the other thing. Maybe he's not even divorced. But then, I but honestly, then if he I wouldn't surprise me. If he was to live in Burlington, though, it'd be pretty stupid if he's still married to date girls in Burlington. I guess, but like, I don't know. That's so weird. And you were the one who said he's like you've seen him around with like his family before. Yeah, but it's I'd been be a while. Curious, I was, like, I would say it's probably been maybe five or six years since I've seen him around Burlington. So probably what's happened is he got a divorce. He moved up north, but. I don't know if he even lives up north. Like, I don't know. The whole thing was so confusing and so weird. And, and the fact that he wouldn't answer what city he lived in, he kept avoiding it. So finally, I flat out said, I'm sorry, I, I'm not coming. I'm not driving two and a half hours to meet you. Stay in a hotel room. And he goes, oh, come on, live a little. Okay, bye. Delete. Uh, delete. 
Like, yeah, I just, no. I blocked him. And it was so disappointing because I thought, you know, here's a guy who meets all my sort of, you know, look requirements. And, uh, and I, I just realized he knows it. So that's the other problem with going out with really tall, good looking buff guys is they tend to know that they're desirable and they try and turn you into some sort of tramp that <laughs> I know. And you know what? Stand. That's to a certain extent, like that's why I'm saying I don't need someone who's like a drop dead, gorgeous supermodel. Like I have a certain, like I have a certain type and I have a certain guy that I go for and I find certain people attractive, but it's not like I need someone who's this chiseled, perfect man. Like, yes, it would be like great to hang out with them and go on a date with them. But like, is that the person I'm going to end up with? Probably, Probably not. not. No. And it's also just not realistic because I don't want to be with someone like that. So I usually don't even date guys like that. I won't even swipe for them. Like, I don't care. No, I don't want to me. date someone who who sits there thinking that they're the absolute shit and thinks they're so attractive that they can get anyone because they're going to keep thinking that through our entire relationship. And it's like... I don't think I'm perfect, and I don't want someone else who thinks they're perfect either. But like, I no, exactly. I still find plenty of people attractive. So yeah, and that I just, do still oh like gosh. good conversation. I mean, I may I may start talking to somebody, say on Plenty of Fish, that has a, a an attractive face, um, but it really is the whole package that makes me talk to them. And yeah. I mean, for instance, if they start right off the get go with grammar that I can't even understand what they're saying and all the words are lumped oh together gosh, and there's no yeah. punctuation and there's no there's no capitals that actually annoys me so much that I won't date them because I feel like you're like they're not that smart and if they are smart then stop writing like an idiot you know yeah oh my god I don't know I, I know I told you this before but I just had to bring it up again a guy messaged me the other day and he wasn't really my, oh my type gosh. anyways but whenever somebody messages me on plenty of fish I always go in and see what they've written to see if maybe they can change my mind with their eloquent words you know if a guy is <laughs> maybe not very good looking but he says, I know which eloquent eloquent <laughs> words we're uh, going towards here and but maybe they say you know what you're very beautiful we have lots of things in common would you like to chat if anything else it's just an ego boost it's like you know, oh, maybe, someone maybe thinks I'm beautiful right? so I look at this guy and go okay he's okay looking but Let's see what he has to say. Let's see what oh, perfect, no. eloquent words he has. Literally, four words. I have a horse. What exactly oh, does God. that mean? Does that mean That's he... his only selling feature. Excuse me, ma'am. Hello. I know you probably don't find me attractive, but I have horse. I have a single horse. You can ride it if you'd like. You may pet it if you want. Like, <laughs> what visit. am I supposed to do with your fucking horse? <laughs> Come visit my horse anytime. So then afterwards, after I told you that story, though, Cassandra, then I started wondering, is there like a, a some sort of innuendo there? Is I he... don't think so. No, like, oh, God, may... I hope not. <laughs> I really... <laughs> like, I have a big horse, you know? I don't know. It was I don't such a know. Weird There's one line. no way. There's I, no freaking way. I have a horse. I just laughed. I'm like, okay, what? let us know if we're missing something. But I swear to God, if that's what this man meant by by telling you that, oh my gosh, I have lost all faith in humanity. That's absolutely yeah, revolting. Right? So no, I, you're right. Oh I think God. he did just mean he has a horse. He's got a farm or he's got whatever. <laughs> and instead of making a full sentence and saying, oh, you know, we have lots of things in common. If you're ever interested, I have a horse that you can come ride. You know, just I have. A horse he didn't put his name he didn't have a question nothing yeah didn't say hi didn't, didn't say like hi. introduce himself no, i have a horse just like 
Oh, oh my god. Which is my other pet That's... peeve. Oh my god, I have so many. Another pet peeve on dating sites, when you ask them questions, hey, how are you? What'd you do today? And they say, oh, I went, uh, I don't know, to visit a friend. No question. And so then you go, oh, okay, well, that sounds Oh, nice. when it's one-sided uh, and they won't, of, they won't ask no, you anything? Yeah, they, all they do, all, all, my, all my sentences end in question marks and all theirs don't. And then you're like, okay, so you want to know nothing about I usually me. take that. I usually take that as they're not interested. I think that's more of them going, oh, like she's cute enough or like there's something. But like they're just not interested in getting to know you. And after about five messages back and forth of them not contributing to conversation, I drop them. No. I'm not interested. Like honestly, like Same with I don't like to spend too much time before going out with them, talking to them because I don't want to waste my own time because until you meet them in person, it's so hard to tell if you guys are actually compatible. Um, but if you're not making any effort in the beginning like you can't even keep like five minutes of conversation going then like w- there's no freaking hope yeah. for us i don't care how person, good looking so you I'm are interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um but uh can we can we tell our worst online dating stories i think it'd be yes. really funny to share uh, to. some some experiences that have, we've had i actually have a, a a short funny story that one of my girlfriends told me that i'm going to tell as well but um okay. uh, we can tell we can tell ours first um, okay, let's tell our stories first, yeah, and then okay. we can share other people's okay, pain. You, you go first. I want to hear. I want to hear one of your uh, more interesting oh, bad geez. dates. Okay, you know what? I had to think about it because I've had a few. I've I had know, so uh, some interesting dates, <laughs> but the reality is, like, what defines it from like a bad date from just like it didn't work? And I think I've had a lot of dates where I just feel bad because you know what? We obviously just weren't meant for each other. It just didn't work out. Like that's fine. Um, but you know. There's certain times when I think a man just really needs to evaluate what he's doing <laughs> and uh, and figure out what is appropriate and what is not appropriate when taking a girl out or when asking a girl out. And so this is actually like a two-part date series because like shockingly, I actually went out with this guy more than once. Um, okay. So I don't even know where this is universe. going. I don't remember this story. No, I don't even know if I've told you this story, okay? Um, and it actually just came to me today because I was going to tell a different story, and then this one popped into my head. I was like, no, this one's so much better. Um, so I was in university, and in university, dating was so easy, especially with the apps. I mean, you would put your distance of, to, like, two feet, and you'd match <laughs> with, like, 20 people because you had all your residence buildings, right? So you'd end up meeting people in your building, which was so convenient. Um, or it could be So awkward. I set my distance... <laughs> I guess which later I found out that is in fact the case um so I set my distance to really really low and ended up matching with this guy who lived in my building I'm like perfect how easy is this we're gonna go out we like live in the same building um and by the way I dated like three people in my building worst decision you can make in university like give yourself a bit of distance because running into your exes while you're in your pajamas getting food in the morning is just not something you want to deal with um (laughs) but I so I matched with this guy seems sweet enough like honestly seem like a good guy he's still like I still think he is a decent guy um it was just a horrendous date so I match with him I say what are you doing like let's hang out we'll go like hang out grab some food he's like yeah yeah like I'd love to let's go and like grab some lunch or dinner we can like go for a walk hang out like downtown Toronto I mean there's a million things to do and so we're walking downtown and we back we walk we walk past an A&W and he's like oh my gosh like I love A&W whatever and I was like oh yeah like I've never really had it I don't really eat it and he was like oh my gosh no it's so good and so for our first date like you're 
he took me into the A&W for our first meal. Like, that was, like, our, like, I know, which is, like, I don't mind going for, like, a walk on our first date, but usually it's, like, you're downtown Toronto. There's so many interesting, fun, cultural, like, interesting places that you can go into, and you're taking me into an A&W, which was, like, Oh, my God. You and I have explored so many restaurants in Toronto. I know. I miss you living Toronto for that. (laughs) I know, and honestly, like, I was just – I was like, okay, whatever. Like, it's fine. I don't expect much. And honestly, like, I don't want, like, if he wants to pay for it or if he's offering to pay, like, I'm never going to, like, complain about where we're going or what's happening. So we went into A&W. He bought me a burger and I was like, this is fine. Like, that's, that's okay. Like, I don't care. We sat, we ate, and then we continued wandering around Toronto nice enough and I was like honestly it wasn't the worst thing ever and for a first date I don't expect them to spend millions on me or any of that like he paid he was a sweet guy it was fine so I go home don't really think much of it we continue texting a bit and I'm like you know what I'm gonna give him a second chance it wasn't the best date ever but like could have been worse honestly could have been worse and uh personality wise he was fine yeah and so, so let's face it, people in university don't have much money so maybe he pretended to exactly. like a to <laughs> yeah and you know what like i i honestly didn't even need to go out for food i probably would have rather just wandered around but whatever um so he texted me and he was like hey like you should come stop by like come over to my apartment or whatever or like his room in residence and i was like okay whatever i'll like go meet him over in his room and we can do something um, so he lives like a floor down for me. So I go down, get off at the floor and walk over and I knock on his door and his mom answers the door. In residence? <clears throat> yeah, in residence. And so I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Is, uh, is so-and-so here? And she was like, oh yeah, yeah. He's just inside. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm sitting there in complete shock. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh. I don't want to meet his parents. I don't even know if I like this man. And so I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was a bad time. Like, I'll come back later. And she's like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, come in. We love to meet you and everything. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is the second fucking date. I don't even know this man. I don't even like him that much. And here I am. And I walk through the doors, and there's his dad standing there. So now oh. both the parents are in the, like, tiny, tiny, tiny little, like, studio bedroom that this guy has and I'm just like oh my god how the fuck do I get out of this like I don't want to meet his parents I don't even like this man I've been on one date with him I genuinely don't want to be in this situation right now and so it, I'm it sitting there completely he's being desperate and going to his mom and dad yeah. Look, mom, I got one <laughs> and he's basically like introducing me to his parents he's like yeah like oh my gosh you, like me and my parents this is so-and-so whatever like oh my gosh this is Cassandra like um so glad you guys could like meet her and everything and I'm like you literally texted me to come to your apartment and you knew they were here so like what was going through your head when you invited me over to meet your fucking parents on the second date? And so then I'm sitting there. I'm like, no, honestly, like, I think I should just leave. Like, I was trying to get out of there. And, of um, and he's like, oh, my gosh, no, no, no. Like, don't worry about it. Then he turns to his parents. He's like, mom, dad, do you mind giving us a minute alone? And I'm just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. I, I want to leave. Like, I'll give you guys a moment alone. Please, God. And so he, he tells his parents so he tells his parents to leave. He tells his parents to leave, but mom, he lives in like a one, like a bedroom on a floor in residence. They didn't have anywhere to go. So they left the room and were standing out in the public hallway waiting for us to have a moment. Okay. 
And I'm at this point, I'm like, please, God, no, like, honestly, just let me leave. It's really not a big deal. I'll come back some other time. We can talk. And he's like, no, 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 like, I just wanted to. (laughs) Yeah, really. I I didn't want to say that, but like, really not going to happen. And so then he's like, oh, my gosh, no, like, um, I just wanted a minute alone with you. And I was like, no, like, your parents are literally, like, hanging out on the other side of the door in the hallway. I'm like, it's fine. I'll come back later. And he's like, no, no. And he grabs me and starts kissing me and, like, making out with me. And I just, like, I was, like, Had you even kissed him at this point yet? I honestly, I don't remember. And if we had, it was, like, a pet goodnight or something. But he's literally, like, full-on grabbing me and trying to make out with me. And, like, trying to make things happen almost. Like, it was, like, quite a passionate, like, kissing thing that he was trying to do with me. While his parents are on the other side of the door. While your parents are on the (laughs) other side of the door. And I'm like, oh, my God, I need this to end. I really, really, really want this to end. You're making me uncomfortable telling this story. And he's like, no, they're fine. He's like, don't worry about them. They're fine just waiting. I'm like, your parents are fine waiting on the other side of the door (laughs) while you make out with some girl you don't even know in your freaking bedroom. Like, didn't they come to spend time with you? Like, everything about it it was we'll, so we'll just be another like, 20 minutes mom <laughs> literally that's what happened and she's like knocking on the door she's like honey like are you ready to go and he's like yeah mom i just need a minute like just give me a second and it's like what do you like ugh, ugh. i hated it i was i was like get off of me i literally i said goodbye i opened the door i was like very nice to meet you i'm leaving walked out and never talked to him again Good i luck was like with he texted crazy me. son yeah Oh my god, but like who does that? Who does that on a freaking, like, you don't even know me and you're introducing me to your parents? Like, that's like maybe two years down the road. Like, you're a little premature there, buddy. But the fact that his parents had nowhere to go. If they were leaving anyways, and he said, oh, excuse me a second, I'm just going to say bye to my parents. And uh, yeah, and, and then they left, and then he carried on with his date with you. But when... Mom, he told them to wait in the hallway while we made <laughs> out. Like, ugh. Oh, that's really, that's really unfortunate. (laughs) It was so awkward. Uh, But anyways, I think that was one of my cringiest date stories because honestly, I just hated the fact that first of all, he introduced me to his parents and second of all, made them wait on the other side of the door while he tried to make moves on me. Like, that's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can you imagine if I did that to you? It was just like, hey, mom, actually, do you mind just like waiting outside while I make it with this boy in my bedroom? Like, can you awkwardly stand in the hallway? I would feel awkward and I would just say, oh, I'm going to go. So I'll see you later. Like, that's what I would do. I just say, oh, you you guys, you guys uh, relax. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I hated it. I hated it so much, Mom. I've never been so uncomfortable in my life. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, okay. Anyways, you have to tell yours now because uh, I need to. uh, You know what? My story is going to be too long for this episode, I think. Should we just continue to uh, keep talking about this? It's such a great subject. We can want to do this again next week. And you can tell your story and then we can tell some like friend stories as well. Yeah, I think that would be fun. And I'm sure we can find some other subjects and topics to bring up at the same time. But uh, I think my I think our stories are going to get too jammed in if we try and squeeze them into this episode. We just have way too many stories. So we're going to do more of like a story time episode um, next time. We can also include maybe some uh, some things about like what we hate or what we like about um, what guys put into their dating profiles because I know that's like a huge topic for me as well on like oh, how a, they present themselves. That's a great yeah. one. 
Um, and, yeah. So and things uh, that they since that they talk about things that bug us. Ooh, or some one-liner pickups. Like I know you gave one, but I have a whole bunch of pickup okay. lines that guys okay. have used on me. So we can we can dive into a whole lot of more fun stuff about uh, online dating yeah. and the joys I, of that. I think, in I think next online week's dating is 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 a subject way too big to squeeze into one episode. <laughs> so we'll we'll go over it again next week. Yes, that's very true. Okay, well, thank you guys for listening. I had so much fun recording this episode because, honestly, I think this is my favorite topic. (laughs) But make sure you guys follow us on all of our social media. Go and follow us on Instagram at Dating, Mating, and Waiting. We have Twitter as well. It's DMW um, underscore podcast. Uh, Also, email us at DatingMatingAndWaiting at gmail.com. You guys can tell us all of your most embarrassing stories because God knows we share enough of ours on here. Um, (laughs) But we'd love to hear yours as well. So email us, chat us. Anything you'd like to say to us. Give us good reviews. Five stars. Yeah, tell us us how wonderful we are or how horrible we are. I don't care. We take the criticism. We'll probably make an episode about it. Um, And I just have to say, I listen to our podcasts because I like hearing how it is afterwards. You like the sound of your own voice? I it's like fine. the sound of my own voice. But that music, it's very catchy. I really think you did well picking that music. I'll be walking along well, with my podcast and I start <laughs> dancing to the music. <laughs> so you're about Maybe to Maybe I can make music. just like an entire, I'll make an entire instrumental just for you so you can listen to our podcast music okay, without great. the sound of our voices to interrupt it. <laughs> Sounds perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And I Thanks, guess guys. we'll, we'll Get see you guys or hear some guys next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.